This is Locked On Cougars. My name is Jay Catch, your host of the podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast today. Hope you guys are having a great Thursday. The weekend is almost here, and that means it's almost time for BYU and Washington to square off in a top 20 showdown Saturday evening in Seattle, Washington. Really excited for this game. It's really going to be something to pay attention to because this game would legitimize BYU in the eyes of many skeptics that held out their skepticism even after BYU went on the road to Wisconsin going to be a tough matchup. I actually think this matchup for BYU is tougher than Wisconsin. I feel like the speed, especially for Washington, is something BYU will struggle with. We'll break that more down. We'll break that down for you more tomorrow when we do our preview edition of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about the passing game for BYU and how it can improve. I was at practice yesterday. I asked both offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes and passing game coordinator Eric Aaron Roderick, essentially the same question on how to make the passing game more dynamic. You're going to hear from both of them coming up. Also have some personnel notes for you that I noticed after practice on Wednesday that I'll pass along as well. That'll be here in this first segment. Second segment, you're going to get to, get to hear from BYU freshman wide receiver Gunnar Romney, the star out of Chandler High School. Kid is a uh, Expanding his repertoire, he's starting to play more. He's over the hamstring injury that affected him early on in fall camp. And you're starting to see him really stand out more and more as the season progresses. I told you before the season that I felt like he was a guy that had the potential to be a number one wide receiver, to be the guy that you throw it to on third and eight that when you need a first down. He's the guy that you can trust. He has that kind of potential. I know the coaching staff believes in him as well, so you'll get to know him in the second segment. And then in the third segment, we will be getting to quick hits. Got some other teams in Provo who are in action this evening. We'll let you know where you can catch those teams if you want to go out and watch them, including the women's soccer team and the women's volleyball team. So that's all coming up right now on Locked on Cougars. Once again, thanks for taking the time to download the podcast. Today's show is brought to you by All Guard Pest Control, based here in Utah. They are your local source for all things pest control. Mice, spiders, ants, ticks, anything you can think of that's a creepy crawly or a pest, they'll take care of it for you. We'll talk to you more about All Guard here in a moment. All right, let's get things started now. I mentioned right off the top, you're going to hear from both Jeff Grimes and Aaron Roderick with regards to how to improve BYU's passing attack. I know it has been a point of consternation for fans, both of this show and fans of BYU at large. By the way, if you are listening to the show, please share it with those fans that may not be members, be fans of the show. We want them to be on board as well. And if you're new to the show, welcome on in. But back to the point. I asked Jeff Grimes the question of how to improve the passing attack. You'll hear both my question and my answer on both of these clips from Aaron Roderick and Jeff Grimes. We'll start off with Grimes here. So here you go. Here's my question and then Jeff Grimes' answer about fixing or improving BYU's passing game. Getting the passing game more dynamic, does it just start with having guys actually hold on to the ball? Like um, well, it starts with protection. Okay. Um, so as with everything on an offense, I believe it starts up front. And so we've got to do a better job giving Tanner a clean pocket. He hasn't necessarily been hit a ton, but there are more times than there should be where he's had to move off his spot and, and uh, take his eyes off the, the routes, possibly. Um 
then it goes to the quarterback being able to throw it on time and and then uh yeah certainly we've we've had too many times where we haven't caught the ball um but there are so many things that go unnoticed as well a guy's route supposed to be 12 yards and he ran it at 10 so it looks like maybe the quarterback didn't throw it as well as he could have but it wasn't necessarily all his fault so as i've said a number of times there's there's um plenty of reasons and a lot of stuff that we're working on to to get better throwing the ball there you go jeff grimes he says that it's not as simple as guys just holding onto the ball that would make the passing game more dynamic. He he, he broke it down. I, I love Jeff Grimes for his way of breaking things down. He will answer the question, but he'll also give you detail. He said we need to have better protection. Tanner Mangum has been off of his spot at times. He also says the wide receivers, they need to run their routes more precisely. If it's a 12-yard, he's had a 12-yard route that you run only at 10 yards. Well, yeah, you're going to make the quarterback look silly if he puts it at 12 yards and you're only at 10 yards. It's it, there's a lot of pieces to it and you can tell that he wants to see a more dynamic passing game and they're working towards it. I uh, I really, like I said, Jeff Grimes, he, he doesn't mince words. He doesn't waste words a lot of the times when you talk to him. He will explain what it is. I know he is it. He, he's of the opinion in his interview yesterday as well. If you want to listen to that interview, by the way, go to 1280thezone.com. You can hear from Jeff Grimes there. Uh, you also can look it up on SoundCloud, etc. He he talked about the fact that this this week, especially against this Washington defense, they play high safeties. They don't allow you to throw the ball deep on them. They want to keep everything in front of them, similar to kind of what Bronco Mendenhall did at BYU. Their idea is make teams throw it short, make them run the ball, and we'll get stops more often than if we were to play a press coverage or step up and allow guys to go over the top. BYU is going to have to figure out a way to attack Washington, whether that's in the seams with the slot guys or seams in general. So tight ends, wide receivers, slot receivers, attack seams in this defense, and hopefully the running game can benefit BYU and get the play action going. We'll see how it plays out on Saturday, but we'll get to Aaron Roderick now. He, uh, I asked essentially the same question. Mine was a little more direct this time. You'll hear it. But here was his answer, and he had a caution for BYU fans and also a warning as well. So here you go, Aaron Roderick with myself yesterday. Is making the passing game more dynamic just as simple as guys holding onto the ball? Sometimes, yeah, that would be nice. I mean, we've had a couple chances for big plays that we haven't made, um, and those things are contagious. Usually if you make a couple of them, they, they come in bunches. And for whatever reason, we just we haven't quite broke through uh, yet, but um, I'm still optimistic that that's going to happen. And, and um, like I said, though, this is, a tough, this is a tough week to think about big plays or stats. I mean, to me, stats are for losers. We're 3-1, and one, and we're taking good care of the ball, and this week is about trying to find a way to win again, however we got to do it. There you go, BYU wide receiver, well, not wide receiver, Former BYU wide receiver, I guess I was right in one thing, former BYU wide receiver, currently the quarterback's coach and passing game coordinator, Aaron Roderick. What did he say? Stats are for losers. Yeah, stats are for losers. And he didn't mean it in a mean-spirited way. I know I tweeted out last night that it was the line of the night coming out of BYU practice. He didn't mean it to be just rude. He's he's straight up about it. I, I, th- I appreciated his comment on it because let's be honest, each and every one of you who is listening to this podcast, there's one stat and one stat alone that you really care about. What is it? Wins and losses. 
You want to see more wins at the end of the year. You want to see your team win more than you want to see them lose. If you want to argue with me, hit me up on social media. Let me know at Jacob C. Hatch or at Locked On Cougars. Reach out. You can drop me an, e- drop me an email at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Happy to hear you out on that. But there is one stat and one stat alone that BYU fans care about, wins and losses. Granted, the way BYU wins, there's an aesthetic quality to wins and BYU for many years that dynamic passing game they used was very aesthetically pleasing they threw the ball all over the field it looked like a fun time and I get that element to it but the overarching statistic and if I don't know if it counts as a statistic but I'm using it for this argument is wins and losses BYU is three and one as you heard Aaron Roderick just note there they're ahead of schedule in most fans' minds. I told you guys before the season, I predicted BYU would go 6-6. Six and six. I'm, I'm, color me completely impressed that BYU is 3-1, and one, ranked 20th in the country, and going to face number 11, Washington, albeit a 17-point dog in this game. I am impressed what BYU has put together so far. I am going to be excited to see what they do on Saturday night. I do think they'll keep it closer than 17 points. I am not ready to say BYU will win this game, and I don't anticipate that I'll pick them. But as I do my research tonight for tomorrow's show, maybe I'll change my mind, but I don't anticipate that. All right, before we go here in this first segment, need to mention a couple of notes for you. As I was out at practice, they let us out. We don't get to see practice anymore. We get to come out when the team is huddled up on the field around Kalani Satake, getting some final words from him from the practice. But as they were walking off the field, a couple of notes for you. Zane Anderson, who missed the game against McNeese State, was wearing a green jersey indicating he was off limits for contact. Uh, They're working him back. The fact that he was practicing, I think, is a positive sign. They'll need a guy like him on the field this weekend to deal with the big receivers that Washington has, as well as their tight ends and corralling Miles Gaskin, if that's possible. So he was in a green jersey, but he was practicing. We'll see what his status is on Saturday. Also, another note, uh, well, former linebacker turned running back Matt Hadley appears to have gone back to linebacker. BYU, when you're at practice, if they're an offensive player, they wear a blue jersey. If you're a defensive player, you wear a white jersey. That's how they differentiate the two sides. Well, Matt Hadley has been wearing his blue number two jersey all of fall camp and every week that I've seen practice, and I've been to every practice and media availability there has been since early August, he's been wearing that blue jersey. Well, lo and behold, yesterday, who comes walking off the field wearing a white number two jersey? Matt Hadley. The sixth-year senior got that year back. I think BYU may realize we need a guy. We want to get him on the field. He's languishing on the bench at third or fourth string running back. I would say he's probably fourth string at this point. So maybe he can contribute at linebacker. He played that role that Zane Anderson played, and if he can pick it back up, that's depth at that position, the flash linebacker position. 
I think that would be a, a big note for them. One other personnel note from yesterday is that Aleva Hifo, who was in a green jersey last week dealing with some injuries and uh, whatnot, he is now in a regular his regular blue jersey, meaning he's been cleared. So hopefully he's full go for Saturday. He was an instrumental key in that Wisconsin win with his fly sweeps. I believe he's one of BYU's most dynamic, if not the most dynamic athlete on their offense. And I think he could be a real big, a real big piece on Saturday for BYU in this game against against Washington. I almost said Wisconsin. Apologies. So there you go. Some personnel notes for you coming into this game. We'll get more for you as I hear from my quote unquote hashtag sources. I love to use that hashtag sources. I think it's hilarious. If you're on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. But there you go. Some notes on the guys. All right, we'll take a break here. Come back. You'll get to know Gunnar Romney next. This is Locked on Cougars. Everybody loves a night out, whether it's seeing your favorite band in person, going out to the theater to see one of those big plays, or also being in the crowd to cheer on your favorite team like we do when we talk sports here on Locked on Cougars. I want you guys to check out Vivid Seats where you can attend that concert show or the sporting event of your choice at a great price. They're your top source for all the tickets to the live events you want to go to. You can look, search by price or look for seats in a specific row and section. They'll get you taken care of. Vivid Seats is giving listeners to this podcast an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money when you go out. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use the promo code Locked On for twenty dollars off that order of two hundred dollars or more. Every purchase, of course, is backed by Vivid Seats' one hundred percent buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater tickets and more, Vivid Seats has it all for you. Download that app, enter the promo code Locked On for that twenty dollars off your order of two hundred dollars or more, and make memories that'll last a lifetime. And let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live events. Once again, that's Vivid Seats using the promo code Locked On. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on the podcast, your BYU insider. Excited to be bringing you this podcast each and every day. All right, I had a chance to catch up with Gunnar Romney yesterday, the freshman wide receiver for BYU, the crown jewel, <clears throat> excuse me, of their 2018 recruiting class, a kid that be, some BYU fans and some media compared to potentially having the impact of Austin Colley as a freshman this year. I didn't necessarily believe that was possible because I believe Austin Colley is the greatest BYU wide receiver in school history. End of end of story. Don't argue with me on that because I won't budge on that. It's just it's my opinion and I'm sticking with it. But I believe Gunnar Romney had all the tools to be a number one wide receiving option. I know the coaching staff at BYU believes that as well. They made a concerted effort to make sure he stayed in that class to be a BYU commit and sign with the Cougars. And it was going to be hard for him to turn his back on a team he grew up rooting for. You'll hear him talk about that here in a moment in this interview. But he has all the tools, like I said, to be the top guy for BYU. I'm not convinced he becomes that this year, but going forward, I believe he has the potential to be that guy that, yeah, on a third and 10 late in the game, when you need that conversion, you dial it up and you say, Gunner, get open or go up and get this ball and you get it to him. I, I think he is that good and can be that guy. 
I've been impressed with his skills and his ability. We'll talk about, we'll hear about that net here in a moment. And it's, it's been fun to watch him rise. I really felt like he performed well against Wisconsin, him and Dax Milne, two true freshmen that got time against the number six team at that time in the country on the road. I think it showed a lot of what this kid is made of. So here you go. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Gunnar Romney yesterday after practice. Going through fall camp, you had the hamstring injury. How much did that slow you learning this offense and getting getting just getting into the flow of playing? You know, obviously it slowed me down a little bit, not being able to get live reps and not be able to practice with the team and scrimmages and stuff. But I feel like I kept on top of things uh, in meetings and with the playbook. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Obviously, it slowed me down physically, and I had to work back to getting 100% healthy. But mentally, I feel like I was I was right into it pretty much most of the time, uh, just keeping on top of everything. And I had my teammates helping me out. They would they would come with me after practice every single day and show me uh, certain techniques on plays and stuff. So they really helped me out too. So mental reps were a bit, real big part of that, is what it sounds like, right? So your brother, of course, is here, and he's been in this program for a little bit now. How much did he play into helping you? get adjusted um he's been great so every single day after practice we grab each other and we go throw extra routes Uh, we work out for about 15 minutes to half an hour after practice every single day so he's been he's been great with the playbook even before i got up here he was helping me out uh sending me uh, tips and techniques and stuff that they that they wanted me to do and so he's he's been he's been help helping me adjust great helping me adjust up here so we go over to his house and we we study the playbook we watch film so it's been really good who's the better athlete um, you know, I got to say it myself. I mean, it's a sibling rivalry. It's I can't I can't let him know that he's a, he's a good athlete. So even your younger brother, still in high school, would say the same thing, probably. He would probably say the same thing. Even my younger sister, who's twelve, would still probably say the same thing. But it's just that sibling rivalry. So are there only four four kids in the family? How many there, kids? There are four. There are three three brothers and one younger sister. Okay, so she's a pretty good athlete in her own right. Uh, some would say she's the best, but I'm not, I'm not going to tell her that. She's a, she's a track athlete. Okay. She's nationally compete, competitive, so she's good. Let's talk about your decision to come here in the first place. What played into it? Why did you ultimately decide to come to BYU? So BYU was my first offer. Coach Kalani reached out to me my sophomore year. Um, and then just all throughout the recruiting process, I just felt like BYU – uh, it felt like a family environment. I grew up a BYU fan. I had uncles and cousins that have come through here and played here. Um, and so it was just always like a family environment coming up here. Obviously, the academic side, everything is, is top-notch here. So I just I always felt really comfortable, and I felt like it was the right place, right fit for me. We've seen you play pretty extensively the last couple of weeks. How was it, your first extensive action, going into Madison, Wisconsin and Camp Randall Stadium? That was such an awesome experience. The atmosphere there was unreal. The just the stadium and the crowd and all the fans there. It was it was such a such a big opportunity, prime time college football, and that's a memory that I'll probably never forget. Just winning, going, beating Wisconsin at home. So it was such a great experience. Husky Stadium up there in Seattle's got a similar rep. What do you expect this weekend? Um, I feel like we're preparing kind of the same way that we did for Wisconsin. We kind of have that chip on our shoulder. We feel like the underdog. We feel like people are kind of doubting us, and so we we feel like we have confidence, and uh, we, we're going to go in there. And it's going to be it's going to be an awesome atmosphere, but we can't really pay attention to that. We just have we have our job. We have got to focus on ourselves, and so that's we just have to to put our head down and kind of go to work. Has that underdog, uh, I guess, rep 
fueled you guys at certain points this year so far? It definitely has. Even during the summer when I came up here, coming off of the season uh, last year, everybody kind of had that chip on our shoulder because everybody was doubting us. And so that kind of helped us, helped motivate us and helped drive us to put in that extra work and put in uh, everything we need to do to be successful this season. And so I think in the back of everybody's head, um, everybody knew that we didn't want to have the same season as last year, and so it's it's helped us, helped motivate us, and push us to be uh, where we want to be. Talking to Coach Grimes and Coach Roderick, they say this this defense you're facing in Washington, they like to keep things in front of them. Mm-hmm. How do you break that down and get big plays, if at all? So you just have to stay consistent. You can't force anything. They're they're a great secondary. They're one of the best secondaries in the country, and that's uh, that's pretty much what they rely on. But you just have to just stay consistent. You can't force anything, and you just have to to be patient and wait for the big opportunities to come because eventually um, things will open up, and when when opportunities come, we have to hit them. Last thing for me, I know you grew up in the Mesa area down there in the valley. If you were to take me to your favorite restaurant down there, what is it? Um, I gotta say Los Favoritos. It's just a little uh, taco shop, burrito shop. They have the best breakfast burritos I've ever had there, so you gotta go there. So you're a breakfast burrito guy? Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so is it in Mesa? Where is it? Uh, it's in Chandler. So okay. they, they have a couple of them over in the around the Phoenix area. So a Miniature chain, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Awesome. I'll have to go check it out when we get down Let's there. Do it. Bring me back one. <laughs> Gunner, thanks so much. No problem. There you go. Gunnar Romney, wide receiver at BYU. He's a breakfast burrito guy. I'm not going to lie. I do love a mean breakfast burrito. I believe that Betos around here in Utah or Rancheritos are the two popular ones. But my money is on Hector's up there on the east side of the Salt Lake Valley. Used to live up in that area, and I love those breakfast burritos. If you know what I'm talking about, reach out to me. Love to talk about Hector's with you. I love that joint. A couple of final thoughts. Cool to hear him. He's got the confidence that he's the best athlete in the family. He says he concedes his sister. A lot of people think might be the best athlete being a track and field athlete but you got to admire the self-confidence in in his abilities that's what you need as a number one wide receiver austin collie had it cody hoffman had it i thought these guys that are the the alpha dog when it comes to a wide receiver position you have to have a lot of self-belief in your ability. So thanks to Gunnar Romney for taking the time to talk with me. We'll get more interviews for you each and every week. And if there are people you're interested in, please don't hesitate to reach out. Let me know who you want to hear from, and I'll do my best to acquiesce your requests. Uh, Real quick before we go, I do need to talk to you about today's sponsor, All Guard Pest Control and Termite Extermination. They take care of everything pest-wise that you need taken care of. Like I mentioned yesterday, I've had a chance to sit down with Seth. He is the owner of this company. It's a company he built with his bare hands. He is still engrossed in it each and every day. They take care of every pest problem you have. Mice, termites, spiders, especially this time of year, spiders. As the weather gets colder and colder, and boy, has it been chilly in the mornings when I've come into work. Spiders like to go inside. They like to be in warm places. Guess what? Where do they go in the winter? They're going inside your house. So if you want it taken care of, call All Guard. You can reach out to them, 801-851-1812. Once again, 801-851-1812. One of the best parts about All Guard is that they have no contracts. You want a one-time visit? They come one time. 
There's no surprise visits where they put a bill on your door and say, hey, we sprayed you again. You owe us this much. They don't do that. Seth doesn't believe in that. If you are, like I mentioned, my wife does not like creepy crawly things of any sort in her house. If you want regular service, they have a quarterly visit system they'll set up for you. They'll come out every three months. Make sure whatever is in that season, it will not come out and bug you. It will not get into your house. Check it out, guys. They do great work. They use the safest products. It's safe for hospitals so you don't have to worry about your kids or pets around these products call Seth and his team at All Guard Pest Control once again 801-851-1812 more next this is Locked On Cougars Guys, FanDuel is the place to go if you want to win money, and this year they're making it even easier to win money when you go to FanDuel.com. I want to talk to you about a couple of the options they've added this year that give you a chance to win more money. We'll start off with Gridiron Pick'em. Users choose winning teams for all of the Sunday games. There's no spreads. You pick winners only. That's it. $10,000 will be split amongst all the top pickers each week, so check it out. It's a real easy way. If you know the winning teams in the NFL and you think you can pick them out, go there and check it out. Also want to talk to you guys about Beat the Score. Beat the Score is a new contest type where instead of having to come in a top place amongst a host of competitors, all you got to do is beat a preset score. Anyone who beats that score wins money. Very simple, very easy to win. If you can get to that score, take the money and run. Check it out, guys. Come over and play with me at FanDuel.com. I love their daily fantasy leagues. It's a fun way to play fantasy sports. And of course, like I said, you can win money. Go to FanDuel.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's FanDuel.com. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, new users to FanDuel will get a $20 bonus when they make the first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me and everyone else. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Welcome back. This is Locked on Cougars. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're at. I know multiple people of you have reached out saying that Stitcher and I believe Podcast Addict, two of the platforms have been having issues. Know that your concerns are being addressed. I have had people reaching out. I've reached out as well, hoping to get those two feeds issues resolved. And if you are having problems with the Google Play Store, I know some of the other locked on podcasts have had issues there. I also am having having our crew with the Locked On Podcast Network look into those as well to see if Google Play is having any issues. So let, let me know if you are having issues. Always reach out at Twitter. On Twitter, you can reach out to me at Locked On Cougars or at or at Jacob C Hatch, my personal Twitter feed. Facebook, search us out Locked On Cougars. There, join the Facebook community. Working on building that up. Have some more fun there. We can have discussions and actually do some live shows. Hopefully, hopefully able to do that here in the near future. And you always can drop an old school email to me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, quick hits here. We've got a few things to get through, well, more than a few. Let's start off. Later this afternoon, I will be in Provo once again, catching up with Dave Rose and the BYU basketball program. They have media availability this afternoon as they begin practice this week ahead of the season. An interesting note is that TJ Hawes was on Behind the Mic with Greg Rubel. It's a great program put on by BYU Radio. I would encourage you guys to check it out. They podcast versions of it. You can go to byuradio.org. And he mentioned in the interview with Greg that BYU is returning to an up and down 
faster system this year after that more slowed down version last year under Heath Schroyer. I have my personal objections to this. I felt like the style last year fit BYU better. I felt like when they did this run and gun system previously, it contributed to a lot of their defensive issues when they were getting outscored routinely by 100 point games. You can think back to that UVU debacle a few years back, but they are going to be playing more up and down, it sounds like. Hopefully, that includes that emphasis they had on defense a year ago and ball control. We'll see how it goes. We'll talk with Dave Rose later today. Hopefully, get to some of those comments on tomorrow's show. Another note from the basketball program is that Dave Rose, he was a member of the Infinity Coaches Charity Challenge earlier this year. BYU fans, you guys show up in these contests, these voting contests online. Well, he won $100,000 as the winner of that charity challenge, and he has submitted it to BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research, where it has become an endowment to help this Cancer Research Center have more money to fight this insidious disease. This is absolutely incredible. It'll be in the Rose family name there at the Simmons Center for Cancer Research. I don't know how many of you knew that BYU even had a cancer research center, but they do. They do a great work there. It's a disease that affects everybody's life. I've got multiple family members near and dear to my heart who I've lost to this disease. So this is very cool to see Dave Rose investing this money into cancer research. Of course, him having dealt with his pancreatic cancer scare a while back. So hats off to you, Dave Rose. Hopefully get some comments from him about that later on today as well. That reminds me. I will get to that. All right, BYU Baseball, the men's baseball program. They have finalized their 2019 season schedule. They sent out the release yesterday, and they've got a big schedule coming up this year, people. Of course, they'll be playing in the West Coast Conference, which is always one of the better conferences when it comes to college baseball, so plenty of action there. But in the preseason, BYU opens the season in a two-game series against Northwestern from the Big 10. They'll actually be playing at Sloan Park, which is the Chicago Cubs spring training facility in Mesa, Arizona. They'll also remain in Arizona the following Monday to take on the Wildcats. So two, three big games to open the season. They'll face two NCAA tournament teams from a year, from last season the next week when they head to Corpus Christi, Texas. They'll take on Ohio State there and Oral Roberts, both of whom made the tournament a year ago. They'll also play against Lamar. And then also highlighting the schedule are games, like I said, WCC champion Gonzaga and WCC play playing host to Portland, St. Mary's, Pepperdine, and San Francisco, while playing on the road at Gonzaga, San Diego, Pacific, Loyola, Marymount, and Santa Clara. And they'll also take on College World Series participant Washington in the middle of WCC play in in mid-April. So there's a big series there. The note here is that this... The baseball program, they're challenging themselves. Mike Littlewood, they had a down year a year ago looking to rebound this year. They're going to challenge themselves, and if they come through, this is very much a schedule that could see them make it to Omaha. But long way to go there. they got to get the pitching in order. we got to be able to continue to hit, and we'll see how it shakes out for the men's baseball program. But you can set your calendars accordingly. Go to BYUcougars.com. You can get the entire uh, calendar of 
when games are and work out your schedule to match up with it if you so desire. All right, a couple other notes real quick. Teams in action tonight. That would be the women's soccer team, their first WCC conference match. They'll face former BYU assistant Chris Watkins and the Gonzaga Bulldogs. That's at Southfield at 7 p.m. Big game for the Bulldogs here. And also, just next door at the Smithfield House, BYU women's volleyball, the top-ranked team in the country. They are also going to be in action. They're also hosting Gonzaga at the Smithfield House. Also a game set for 7 p.m. The good news is you can watch both of these if you've got multiple screens. The women's soccer game will be on BYU TV, also broadcast on BYU Radio, while the women's volleyball match will be broadcast online at the W.TV. So there you go. Catch both of these programs. Soccer program up and coming, building towards something. And of course, like I mentioned, the number one team in all the land in women's volleyball. There you go. That's the show for today. Please reach out if you have questions, concerns, comments, etc. You can find me at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. Also reach out to the show at Locked on Cougars there on Twitter.com. Search us out on Facebook at Locked on Cougars. Just look for Locked on Cougars. You'll find us. Join the community there. Hopefully going to build that here in the near future and get more of you engaged. Easier way to interact with fans, have discussions, etc. Should be a lot of fun. And as always, if you have advertising questions, if you'd like to advertise with the show we'd love to have you on board just like all guard pest control is reach out to me locked on byu at gmail.com happy to talk to you and let you know what we can do for you here once again this show has been brought to you by all guard pest control give them a call 801-851-1812 for all of your pest control needs this has been locked on cougars for september 27th 2018